Hey, Blue Shirt Breakaway fans, welcome to another week of the Blue Shirts Breakaway. I'm your host, Ryan Mead, and I'm here with my co-host, Greg Kaplan, who is well-entertained and will be joining us today from his couch with a controller in his hand. Greg, say hello. No, man, I'm in bed. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, couch. in bed, just hanging out. <laughs> my bad. It's been a tough weekend, you know, yeah, dude, watching, like... watching the Rangers and uh, hanging out. How's the, uh, how's the AM Absolutely. going? Because we have not spoken at all. The new... Oh, not well. Is it is it killing you and draining your soul as a human? Uh, it's just so early in the morning. I believe that's the nighttime. So early in the morning. I think 3.30 I still consider night. When do you consider morning? Because midnight's technically morning, but not really. Well, I mean, I definitely used to think in my drinking days, like 3 o'clock in the morning would be nighttime because that's still a night of drinking. Yeah. But now that I have to get up at like 2 to get to work... I definitely consider it uh, morning. See, I, I can't get it's past early. my head that I think 4 a.m. is still nighttime and 5 a.m. is morning. That's just my line. Maybe because I'm still working a normal yeah. job. I mean, if you can get late night pizza, I guess it's still considered nighttime. Like, like for example, the pizza place at our college was open till 4. So as soon as they close, it's right. morning. That's the way, I, that's the way I'm that's judging that, how that works. All right, enough about that. Yeah, that's uh, fair. I'm glad you're doing okay, and the the you have hot water now, right? Is that true? Yes, I do. It's great. Uh, I don't, this would be so much harder if I didn't. No <laughs> doubt about it. This would be very tough. So everything's good in Greg World. Uh, but not all good things are happening in Ranger Town, as they might say. Let's go over a little bit of Ranger news, and then after that, we will review the two wonderful games we had versus the Leafs and Canadians. We'll talk about national holidays coming up, including the schedule. And then we'll do a nonsense speed round, which I'm excited to try out with you. So, okay. first things first. Uh, back to Hartford goes Hedrick. Uh, he was put on waivers at this point in time. No one claimed him. I feel like that's a kind of a rule between other GMs to not claim a player uh, who has not been uh, scratched what? unhealthy. No, no, no. I, he's just getting sent back down. I was reading online that, that there's it's kind of like an unspoken rule that they're just, get, just getting sent back down to the AHL. Um, you try not to claim those players, but I feel like that's not true. Maybe I'm maybe I'm lying. Uh, yeah, I, I don't I don't think that's true. I think Arivik not getting claimed is because of his, you know, offensive limitations. He's he's a very nice depth player, but I don't think any team is going to be going out of their way to make roster room for Merrick Arivik. Yeah, maybe I he's mean, just not that consider good. Consider that. Consider that. I mean, it's not that he's not that good. It's just. You know, his his ceiling is extremely capped, and you have to remember the Rangers value Matt Pumple, who they picked up off waivers more than they do Horrific, and quite honestly, I, I don't think there's any reason to think otherwise. I just, Horrific is a perfectly fine depth guy that you would love on your AHL team, but any other team that would have claimed Horrific would have had to do the same thing and try and pass him through waivers. Right, that's true. So, well, our really AHL think, team is big, I, shit, so I'm glad he's back down there to help out. <laughs> that's, that's uh, what, yeah, sure. That's, that's where I am sure, with him, Rick. <laughs> um, on to the next news. Mika is back on the ice, and he will play today versus Dallas. Now, AB has come out and said he will today not. Today isn't Tuesday? Today isn't Tuesday, not when we're recording this Monday night. Today isn't Tuesday. Uh, he will be playing versus Dallas. AB, at his press conference today, said that he will be feeling things out as far as line goes, and he does not want to switch off Kreider and Stepan right now. So it'll be interesting to see where he puts Mika. Also, Mika's only missed 26 games in the time he's uh, for a broken fibula. 
So I'm imagining they might slow him down a little bit, at least coming back, and limit his ice time. It's only 26 game, but it still feels like a freaking lifetime and a half. It does. It was. Uh, it's been a rough ride without him. Here's a fun fact. Uh, Nash, Zabinijad, and Buchnevich, who are all now back on the ice, missed a combined 69 games together. Hey. Hey. <laughs> hey, nice. come on. A little bit of Zabin metrics there. <laughs> all right. Uh, nice. So- yeah, no, it, it, it feels like a lot more than just a shade under, what, 30 games? Yeah, it was definitely feels yeah. definitely feels more than that. It's going to be a real welcome sight to see him back on the ice, and hopefully he can provide some. Uh, he was here for when we were doing Papa John dances every night. We were scoring five after five every single night against every single team. Uh, it was a wonderful time, and I, you know what? Not to say that right now isn't our offense isn't clicking. We did score four against Carey Price, but we will get to that uh, after we finish this Ranger news section here. I predict him being online with Bushnevich still. Um, I I would be hard pressed to see that him not being on that line. They had such good chemistry in the first place. I realize he should be with Kreider, and I understand Av not wanting to break up a good thing he has going now. But I I'll be surprised if it's, he's not on the the second or third line with Bushnevich. That's just I, maybe Zuccarello. Yeah. Well, especially considering how well Book's been playing since Book hasn't missed a beat since he's been out. It feels like he's just slid right back into the lineup, being as productive as ever. Um, which, you know, not necessarily the case for other players on the Rangers when they've come back from injury. Uh, though it, you know, it, it does seem Nash kind of slipped right back in the form too. I really, there really isn't any gripe to have with any offensive skater on the Rangers. That's, <laughs> it hasn't it, been, it, and it won't be their pro- the problem this team faces the entire year. I have one minor gripe um, the, before I get finish up the news here. Zuccarello has been okay this year, but just okay. Sure, but at the same time, the Rangers can absolutely – the Rangers not only have been surviving, they can survive Zook being, you know, what – Sixty percent of what he's been in the past. Yes, like, they can survive with that. I, it, it hasn't been a, it hasn't been a problem offensively. The Rangers are fine with or without Zuke. That's true. Uh, which you know, not not to say uh, uh, that's why I would have been okay trading him in the off season. But oh, hey, you know, bringing up those devils again. Uh, yeah, that well, we, I'm just saying, like well, we the Rangers, the Rangers offensive, the Rangers offensive depth is insane. It, it's insane enough where. Michael Grabner is having a career year, and everyone is saying the Rangers should trade him to make sure they just get something for him before losing him in the expansion draft, which I disagree with. Like, the Rangers scoring goals is not a problem. You just mentioned they scored four against Carey Price, who, though he's been struggling, he's still Carey Price. Also, he crushes he the stop Rangers. being excellent. He had six shutouts as against us in the last 13 games. It's ridiculous. So Yeah, they scored four goals against Still one of the best three goalies in the NHL. No, exactly. So that's not exactly our, oh, our problem. So, oh, sorry, Greg. What are you doing? You okay? No. You're right. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we, <laughs> we, we got we got tri- we got triple ulted. It's, so kind for of those listening out there, Greg is uh, is taking the time out of his day to do this podcast while also taking the time out of his day to uh, get his competitive gaming on. So that's very nice of him. Um, yeah, absolutely. Look, I only have. <laughs> three hours every day now to be awake 
um, while not at work. So I have to multitask in order to get everything out. I understand, man. That's like the only way I can do things. And that's why we're doing like a- seriously. I got I got home I got home from work today and I took. It's not even a nap. It's I fall asleep. <laughs> like I can't call it nap. It's my body doesn't have the ability to be awake anymore, and it happens for two hours immediately when I get home. So then my day is basically from 4 p.m. to uh, eight. That that's basically the time during the day I have to be a contributing member to society and right. hang out with my friends. That's it. So if you want a podcast, which I'm all for, that's what we're doing. You know, I gotta. That's what we do every Monday. I gotta make I gotta make everybody happy. Gotta make everybody happy. Gotta feed the mouths, baby bird. Uh, speaking of work, you know, this is a side tangent because we're not done with Ranger news yet. Actually, I'm going to finish the Ranger news because it's not that much left. Here we go. Uh, Rata will be out till after the All-Star break, probably. So that means Hellberg has gotten called up. Um, and I'm imagining he would start a game, possibly, or two. There's about seven games left, I believe, till the All-Star break. So, uh, Hellberg will be playing oh, you one th- of these. You think he's going to, you think, you think he's going to get a start? I don't think he's going to get a start. You I think, think AV is going to do what AV does. You think AV is going to ride, he's going to ride Hank even though he shouldn't. Well, we're going to talk about that in a minute, but all right, we'll talk about that. So also, in finishing up the news here, Stahl skated this week along with Pumple on the on the bye week, so they are uh, progressing back to recovery here and uh, to playing time. Stahl will be a, a fresh face, and a like, a very happy to see him in the lineup when he does come back, and I never thought I would say that, so that's going to be a, a weird thing to say. By the way, Clendenning has been, been okay. Well, let's get to that now. Yeah. He's been all right. That's yeah, what, you know. Yeah, of course he has. So that's all our Ranger news. I, I, if I miss something, oh, uh, Steve McDonald, of course, rest in peace. Uh, that was a very n- nice and touching ceremony the uh, the Rangers did for him, and I it was a. It's also you know that's a very terrible thing to happen. So hopefully his award this year goes well, and uh, I don't know how they're going to handle his award ceremony this year, but I'm sure they will with class. So that that's it. I mean, I won't say I won't say. I mean, it's it's heartbreaking because of the amount of stuff he's been through. Um, right, but it was a tough situation. I, I don't, I, you know. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Like, but at the same time, he he fought a hell of a fight. Like, all all credit goes out to him. He, I think they were saying, um, the doctors gave him like a five year window yeah, that he, he could possibly he, he survive like after being paralyzed, and he he made it like thirty years. So. Yeah. Well, yeah. Actually, I can't imagine. I, I think it's, it's way longer. He he, he did. Uh, <laughs> He, you know, he was a fantastic symbol of hope and strength and represented everything you would want the Rangers to represent. And I think he's going to, uh, continue that legacy even, you know, after life. I, I, I think it's, he's still going to be a rich and fantastic part of the Ranger history. So, um, you know, it, it's, it's untimely. It's unfortunate. It's not something that makes anyone feel anything but sadness but you know I, th- I think it was really cool that the rangers instead of having a moment of silence asked everyone to stand and applaud i'm, I'm, far, I'm starting really to cool feel touch. the moment of cheer uh fad i know they did that for craig sager in the nba um i think that's the that's the right thing to do i i respect the moment of silence but the, the moment of cheer just has a, has a nicer feeling to it i don't know i know that's not really a hot take but uh, i would say i mean again it's it, when someone dies of a, I, as close to a natural cause as one could, um, I think it's, people are more able to reflect in celebration than they are in sadness. Well, Craig Sager did not die just, of a close to a natural cause at all. Just, you know, just, just to compare that there. 
He, uh, but but he was sick, and he was sick for a while. Yeah, is, he was. Is my point. Yeah, that's fair. Um, it's not like it's. I'm, I'm not saying he didn't get in a car wreck or yeah, anything like that. That's but true. But this 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 is. Yeah, this I don't think going, you moment uh, a cheer for someone that this, died in a car is, crash. So <laughs> that would not happen. Well, I'm just we're, we're going we're going. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Way off the rails. Like, yeah, way off the rails. Like it. it all the only thing that matters is it's sad, and we'll miss him. But uh, I think the Rangers will do a great job to honor his legacy for sure. I totally agree with you. I did see some uh, some posts online saying that they they should honor him with a banner. Um, they might do something like that just for this season. I don't think they'll be he'll be a banner up there forever. Uh, speaking of, uh, it wouldn't. Well, what was what was his number? Like his uh, police badge number was one hundred four. One hundred four. Yeah. I don't think it, I. I wouldn't be surprised if that was a banner. That would be garden. cool. I, I'm I, I'm kind of for that to be honest. It's really neat. I I don't know how I, yeah, long they would keep I it up there. I think that would be a great that would be a great reminder every a, day. A nice gesture, and they leave it up there next to the Billy Joel '83. Speaking of which, saw Billy Joel this week. Just gonna go on a little bit of brag. There. Oh yeah, how is it? Took took my mother for Christmas. I have to tell you, Billy Joel's way better we live. We did. You have a mother. Yeah, great. I have a have a parent. Um, Billy Joel's way better live than he is recorded, and I don't know how to say that, but it, he's damn impressive. I mean, he, it's. I think. I think that's how you say it. I think you yeah. just say he's way better alive than he is. <laughs> he's, like I didn't expect that much out of him, and I knew he was a good performer. Obviously, I've never seen him before. He destroys that garden. Like he owns the entire thing. Everyone's singing. Everyone knows all the words. Ah, everyone's of the same race. <laughs> so, um. what, are you, what, are, what are you saying? You're saying, you're saying uh, Latinos don't see Billy Joel? Yeah, I was like... Is that uh, the vibe I'm getting from you? Yeah, I, I just don't think Latinos were into Billy Joel. That's all I'm saying. And I, was, I was looking around. I was like, you know so what? So Luis, Luis didn't go with you. <laughs> no, Luis did not. My, my roommate did not come with me. So um, it was a good time, though. I, I have to recommend, if you if you, you can go see Billy Joel while he's still playing his garden uh, stint, I guess it would be called, or residency. Highly recommended. Even yeah, I, I got, I got a, to do. I got a, I got a bigger hot take for you there, bro. Ooh, uh, live music, not my thing. That's crazy. Thing. Okay, actually, is it? Yes, it is. Do uh, you so, know me? No, actually, I do. So it's not crazy. But I, I love live music. Not but I, I have a problem with concerts. There's a lot of bands I, I don't like to go see because I have to sit down. So like Billy Joel is a sit down concert. Totally into that. Love that. Um, can listen to Billy Joel while sitting down and just enjoy the concert. Other bands, like kind of like hard rocky bands or bands I know all the words to, if I'm not like in the middle of a bunch of sweaty people, I'm not having a good time. Hmm. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just not having it. I'm just not a live music guy. I'm, I'm just not really a music guy, though. Like, yeah, I was about to say, you're not music guy at all, though, like in general. Like, no, even a little bit. Not, not at all. Like if I listen t- to Top 40 radio. Like, yeah, like I was about to say, if Timber's not playing for a third time in a row, you're not having a good time. <laughs> That's No, like the best concert that we went, that I, well, Lupe was fantastic. Uh, in school, right? But uh, like, girl talk. Was girl talk's the best time. concert. Like, he's that's, just so fun. He's mostly that's, a DJ. That's not, that's not really music. That's just getting really fucked up. Okay, that's and, definitely uh, music, but it is also getting really <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> it, it, for me, it was just drinking a lot of Four Loco. That's really all uh, it was. Dude, Four Loco was the devil, but also kind of your best friend. Oh my god, it was the worst. Yeah, it was the worst. <laughs> it was the, like, like the, de- the devil that like I, hung out. I with am the living a, too much. My, my life. It is a reduced life I'm living because of Four Loco. Yeah, it. it like, I, I, there are there are years I understand that are gone because of Four Loco. It was two dollars and literally a can and a half. You were like, I'm done. Like I cannot function with you. A can and a half. <laughs> like after the after the first can, you're like, I really should be good for the rest of the night. But then, like you know, you're in college and you're yeah, like, No, we're having a second. Let's take a shot or two, and then that's the worst idea. 
I uh, I had a, a college oh roommate, God. I won't name, Dan Fleischel, uh, who uh, did a I think two cans of Four Loco and tequila shots, and he had, I think he broke his hand that night and also threw up all of our apartment. So that was awesome. Good for him. Hope he's doing well. Yeah, I, I mean, I at the same time, I, I'm no one to speak. I loved punching inanimate objects in college. It was really my favorite thing in the world. Did you break your hand? Showers, like, you never broke your post. hand. Um, I, I popped the knuckle. Ooh. Like, not like cracked the knuckle. Like, my knuckle is permanently, like, dented in my hand. It doesn't, one hand does not look the same as the other. Okay. Well, well things happen, I guess. Yes, it's not, not great. <laughs> not not great. great. All right, let's go back to Rangers, and then we're going to go back to nonsense after that. Uh, but Billy Joel, great concert. Go sure. see it. Uh, it's a wonderful time. I, uh, I <laughs> Unless you're me and you don't like concerts. Unless you're, because you hate music, then don't go. What are we going to say? Uh, the leave, the leaves game. Austin Matthews ah. came to New York for the first time. That game, I don't really have a lot of takes on, but here they are. The Leafs absolutely destroyed us in the faceoff. Their power play is incredible. Our power play sucks dick, and we weren't physical at all while they beat the shit out of us. So that's how I feel about that game. I feel like we straight up got outplayed and we lost and we were lethargic. We just didn't come to play at all. There you go, Greg. Straight hitting, uh, straight hitting analysis right there. They beat the like the I, think that, I think it was sixty one percent to thirty nine percent in face off, and that's a trend right now within this team that I think we really need to start fixing. I think uh, I, I don't think the Rangers are that bad. I think the Rangers got outplayed in the game, but I don't I don't think face offs are a problem as they have been in years past for the Rangers. Um, look, how how long have we been podcasting for tonight? It's been about a year, so? a year and three weeks. No, 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 no. Oh, oh right now. Like how long, oh, how long, 17 how far minutes are we into this and 41 pod? seconds for Mets reference. Sounds, no, not a Mets reference. It oh. sounds like it's perfect time to start bitching about the defense. Oh, um, okay, we made it. It's, uh, my dog literally just jumped like on my chair Maple and fell Leafs, down. Go on, sorry. When you're going up against a team like the Maple Leafs that have such young, dynamic, offensive talent like Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner, um, uh, Hyman, other, other people who are good at Brown, hockey. They have uh, even Kadri is having a great year. The Maple Leafs are fantastic offensively. So when one of your six defensemen is not just a net negative, but at this point seemingly playing for the other team in Kevin Klein, Klein it's be very hard to win. Awful, awful in both games. And you know what? In both games. Girardi is, is, and is, you know is what? bad. Awful, but... awful is not ni- a nice enough word. No. He can't cover awful, anyone. Awful is he, – he, so I, we're going to jump around a little bit here. I, one of the hand goals against the Canadians when it was the two-on-none and Hank – it was a seemingly soft goal because Hank allowed the rebound. But it's important to remember that first – that it was a two-on-one. It was a two-on-none because Kevin Klein – legitimately stopped playing defense. Right. He just didn't well, why would you do point? his he didn't do his job. So I it's unfair to crap on Hank for letting up that goal specifically when literally Hank had to play defense all by himself. Sure, that goal specifically, but I'm gonna like, there, crap, there was I no am gonna shit on Hank a little bit to be honest with you. He has let in a lot Hank of didn't have a good game. No in the Hank, last Hank last... against the Canadians did not have a good game. The last two but games. What's know... not helping what's not helping Hank is the fact that He's there is no defense playing in front of him. No, there is none. No and defense. Even McDonough's been been he's been spotty. I'll be honest with you. I, I 
he's not been great with. I the don't think McDonough again. I, I don't think necessarily McDonough's been spotty. I think it's the case of McDonough's playing by himself. Mm. You put you put a competent defenseman on the same defensive pairing with McDonough, and I think we're going to go back to seeing dominant McDonough. It's the fact that McDonough has to play. He has to play for two. That's fair. His passing has been and it, weak, in my opinion, but I that's fine. Um, I, I legitimately think with McDonough, it's one of those situations where he feels like he has to do more than he should. I'll make, the, I'll make the Mets reference. You mean like David Wright a couple years ago when his batting average dropped because you feel like he had to he had to up his power game? Yeah, 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 exactly. Okay. Uh, I, I did it. Or, or even, um, what's another good one? Uh, My point here is that no, that, Hank, that, that okay. that's 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 accurate. Yeah, or how about even last year, the Mets pitching staff feeling like they have to give up literally zero runs in order to, to win, a win a ball game because their offense couldn't hit. Right. It, it's something like that. It's it's making the perfect pitch because you're afraid that your team won't score. And in the Rangers' case, look, the Rangers scored four goals against Carey Price, and they couldn't win. That oh, is the most damning stat out there. They that's lost really all you have to say. In the most devastating way possible, also. They let all those goals up within a minute. They lost three, three leads. Yeah. Well, that and they lost three leads. That's true. Um, but, yeah, it's, if, if you're going to score four goals against Carey Price and not win, you have to really look at yourself in the mirror and – make a decision about what kind of team you're going to be. And right now, I mean, look at the standings. As it stands right now, as great as the season the Rangers are having, yeah, we're fourth they're place. a wild-card team. Yeah, we're a wild-card place. We, so, uh, and I'm, that might not change. We'll find out. But other teams still have games in hand on us right now. The Blue Jackets and... Another, the, another hot take for you, though. If the Rangers make the playoffs, I'd much rather them be a wild-card team. Same, same, same. same, as, long same. As, <laughs> as long as it's... It depends who wins, you know, the... No, I'd rather... Because... At this point in time, it really seems like the Rangers will be the number one wild card team. Like, if they play 500 the rest of the year, it'll be a lot of work for the Flyers or the Bruins to, you know, jump up over the Rangers. I think it's like the Maple Leafs. Um, so the Rangers would be the number one wild card team, which means they'd probably play the winner of, you know, they'd probably get the Canadians again. Yeah. And which I would I'd much rather. In the first round, I'd much rather play the Canadians than the Penguins, the Capitals, or the Blue Jackets, if I'm being honest. The Blue Jackets, uh, you know, they, the Blue Jackets still don't scare me. I think the Blue Jackets would be the perfect first-round opponent, but I, I would go out of my way to avoid the Penguins or Capitals in the first round, which would mean being a wild-card team. Same. I'm with you uh, on that. I have to get on Hank real quick, and I don't, I don't get on Hank often at all. He is, in my opinion, mentally shook out there on the ice. I think his, just, just looking at his body language and the way he's acting, and you could tell after those two goals, he, like we just said about overplaying, just like McDonough, he feels like he has to overplay and be all-star, but he's slipping a little bit. And he can't, you could just tell he's mentally shook, and now we can't even put in Ranta as a backup to be like, okay, Hank, get your shit together. Work with work with Benoit. Sit down, reflect. You know, get mentally tough again, and 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 realize that you know maybe you're you don't have the ability you had two years ago, but you're still an elite goaltender. But at this point in time, I think you would go on. What's up? I think you would be hard pressed to find a Ranger fan that would say that Hank is having a typically Hank season. But at the same time, I do not blame Hank. For eighty percent 
of his struggles because I, I still believe Hank would not be as noticeably underperforming if the defense was even remotely uh, a little bit better. For? <laughs> a little bit better. Not 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 yeah, but like uh, there's a fan. Like competent, remotely competent. If the defense was remotely competent, um, we would. I don't think Hank would still be. Hank's struggles would not be as pronounced. He he's led it, I, I really some do seriously believe. soft goals though, Greg. Like there's a there's a two particular goals I'm thinking of that go straight through the five hole on him, and you could just see like his face. Like how did I not how did I not get that? I get that ninety eight percent of the time. I, I, Again, I'm not I'm not disagreeing with the fact that Hank is having a poor season. He is. Okay. He's not having your atypical Hank season. I just think Hank's poor season would not be as poor or as noticeable if he had any kind of defensive help. Just any kind of defensive help. Okay, that's fair. I mean, soft, looking at the this defensive goals, roster, you're right. The soft goals will still happen. Um, I'm, if he, I'm not absolving him of every goal he's ever given up this year, but my point is that. Uh, Hank's the two soft goals Hank gives up a night would be the only two goals he gives up versus two of the four because on five other occasions Hank's had to stand on his head to basically stop a two on none directly in front of the net. He still has some miraculous Hank saves. Like don't get me wrong, you know the Flyers game a couple weeks back or two weeks back now or whatever it was, he was incredible that game. He looked like he was back into form, and I think he could still get back into shape and regain the form he's had in the past. But now I feel like you're going to kind of get bipolar Hank for the next couple, you know, weeks or so until he finds it, or maybe he doesn't find it. He, you'll get a game where he's magnificent and brilliant, and then you'll get a game where he, like, you're like, Hank, what the what the fuck is happening? Why is your positioning so bad? Like, why are you... This is the first time I've seen him, I think, shooken uh, since... That's not a word. Sh- shaken? Yeah, shaken. That's, that's, I immediately called myself out. That's not a word. I've seen him shaken. Uh, yeah, I again, I, 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 would, I would go so far to say... Um, for me, it really is, you know, Hank's having a poor season, but the season would be less noticeable if the Rangers had more than just McDonough, Holden, and Clendenning as even... Those are the guys I trust the most. I'll have, be I'll perfectly honest with you. Those are the three guys I trust. But those, it's not even those are the three guys I trust the most. Those are just the three guys I trust. Yeah. There is no other person defensively that I would put in the category of Shea's having a hard time too. They, you know, AV's been playing him less, like a lot less. I, I still like Shea. Don't get me oh, wrong. I like Shea, Shea too. On a playoff team, could be one of the two third pairings, and you would want someone like Shea on your third pairing because there will be games with Shea where he's incredible, and you, you know, you can live with that kind of volatility if you have other good defensemen around Shea. You can't live with that kind of volatility when you're expecting Brady Shea to be your number three defenseman. Yeah, exactly. It's, uh, not, it's not fair to, it's it's not not fair fair to Shea, and it's terrible team structure. I'm with really you. poor team structure. I'm totally with you. All right, let's move on to the upcoming schedule uh, of this, this game and national holidays that, that coincide with them. This week we have today. I just versus, want to say at yeah. the same time that we, my, my squad just crushed. Great, uh, great job, Greg. We're, Cru- crushing. You were doing great. Uh, Greg, in case anyone's wondering what game Greg is playing, is Overwatch. It's a very addictive shooter Overwatch. game that I do not recommend anyone get because it's so good. Yeah, but uh, 
if you ever want to play this game while trying to maintain a knowledgeable conversation with someone else, play as Lucio because you don't need to do anything. Just with Lucio. You, all you need you do to is... keep hitting the right bumper. <laughs> keep hitting right bumper. That's all you got to do. That's it. Right bumper. Bump people away. Give the speed boost. Turn the turn the aura on. That's it. Everyone doesn't know anything because yep. we're super nerdy talking right there. So there you go. Uh, upcoming schedule. I think National. everyone knows Overwatch. Yeah, I think it's pretty popular. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I think it's a fairly popular today game. versus the stars. It is rid the world of fat diet and gimmicks day. Greg, have you eaten your kale lately? Uh, <laughs> gushers were on sale at the grocery store today. That's yeah, what I bought. You're on the classic gusher diet, right? From the mid nineties. Gusher, gushers are the best. A gusher a day keeps the doctor away. Gushers, gushers, it gushers the food that you can go a year without having it. And then the day you have it, you're like, where, have you, where, what have I done? Why haven't I been getting this the entire, like every time I go to the grocery I store? I can't remember the last time I had a gusher, but now I'm like kind of fiending a gusher right now. Like that sounds it pretty is, great. They're fantastic. Hmm. They're fantastic. Hmm. The uh, coolest kids at lunch in elementary school were the kids with gushers and fruit roll-ups and fruit by the foot. All right. So January 19th is Brew a Potion Day. We're playing the Maple Leafs. So that'll be a fun rematch. Brew we're actually a Potion at, Day. At Toronto. I can't remember the last time I brewed a potion. Can you? Um, well, I wasn't done with my gusher rant. Oh, okay. Sorry. Uh, Go on with your so gusher in, rant. <laughs> in elementary school, what, one thing I used to do, I, di- I didn't – I didn't really understand what chewing tobacco was, right? I just knew that baseball players would have a pouch in their lip, um, and I would always wonder what it was. So anytime I would have a fruit by the foot, I would roll it up, and I would put that in my lip as someone would dip. And uh, it was the greatest thing in the world. <laughs> it was fantastic. I'm going to tell, tell all my kids, when I have kids or when I meet my kids, um, if they see a baseball player, and they ask Daddy, what's in his, what's in his lip? I'm going to be like, he's got a fruit by foot it's in Super, there. super fruit by foot. Let me show you how it's done. All right. Uh, brewing a potion, do you consider that also going to the bathroom? Uh, ooh. Just letting you know. It would have to, it would have to, be, a, it would have to be a sloppy too, right? It can't be, can't be cream. Yeah. It would have to be. It's got to be like a you, real. You've been on a three-day binger. You've had a lot of taco truck. <laughs> taco truck and Jameson. And it's, it's about to get. Yeah. It's about to get real. Taco Truck and Jameson um, is pretty much brewing would... a potion. So that's what I'm going to go for National Brewing a Potion Day for versus the Maple Leafs in Toronto. Yeah, it has, has, has to burn on the way out. It has bit. to really like kind of sting. Um, here's, yeah. some, here's some fun ones. Sunday, we start our back-to-back versus the Red Wings and the Kings. But Sunday, January 22nd is Answer Your Cats Questions Day. Meow? Meow, Greg? Answer Your Cats don't have questions. They're but just yeah. maniacal motherfuckers. No, cats have statements. Pet me, you motherfucker. That's it. That's all cats say. I don't even. I don't even think. I don't even think cats like being pet. I think cats are just cunts. <laughs> cunts are <just> the worst. <laughs> just totally lost. Some people are like, "What? Cats are not cunts." I'm a dog person, but I, I cats no. There are only dog people. There are dog people and then crazy people. And then and you expect cat cat people are crazy people. Cat people are. Have you ever met a sane crazy uh, cat person? I don't know. <laughs> have you ever met a sane crazy person? I don't. I don't think so. Uh, I do have my cat. I kind of no, like him a little bit, but I don't. I don't think so. Um, well, I, that's that's why people like you less than me. That's very true. Uh, and then Monday versus the Kings. It's Snowplow Mailbox Hockey Day. So I looked this one up. Uh, and Snowplow Mailbox Hockey is when you're. It's 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 the winter time, and you own a snowplow, and you take out as many mailboxes as possible. Kind of dick move, to be honest. <laughs> I don't know. Um, well, we have to talk about we have to talk about when we're going to pod 
I'm not going to be able to stay up for the Kings game. What are you nuts? Oh, I know. Yeah, I didn't. I know that's not going to happen. We're going to figure that out. Maybe we'll do it before the Kings game, and then we'll have to come back the next the following week. We'll see. I don't know. I guess, or like you just do a five minute edit at the end that recaps the Kings game on your own. Yeah, maybe. actually, I could do that. That'll that'll be easy. So that that's that's a strategy lesson with uh, Ryan and Greg, and that, that's our schedule for the upcoming yeah. week. Uh, I do have to go yeah, in no, a couple minutes. No, here. there's just no way. I no. Yeah, I, I just no because that game that game not only not only is it uh no, like it's a just seven a night game. game. Like it's any night game. No, I basically, game, I basically watch game. the games early in the morning. It's a home game. Oh, so it would be over. Uh, I mean, did, would you want to podcast at one in the morning? I don't think so. Mm. No, it, well, it, no, it's a home that, game. So it's a home game for the Rangers. So that, be no, over, but, uh, right. So what I, what we would have to do is the game would be over at ten, okay. which is in the middle of my sleep. Okay. I would wake up around one to no. podcast. No, then, I do not want to do that. Yeah. I will be recapping the Kings game by myself. Right. Maybe I'll have James do it with me or something. Um, there you go. Because we might have James on next week, so we'll see. Uh, I guess there I'll, you go. James, surprise, we're, you might be on the podcast next week. All right, nonsense speed round because I have to go. Quick five questions or four questions. Here we go. Would you sure. ever give me a bro medal like Obama did for Biden? No. Okay, good. Uh, who are your Super Bowl picks and why is it the Green Bay Packers and the Patriots? Uh, Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. Seriously, anything else is ridiculously boring, right? Is Steelers, Falcons, like, not intriguing whatsoever? I, I don't want to. I don't want to see Big Ben just loaf around the football field, and I don't want to see anything good happen to the Atlanta Falcons. I just, I detest Matt Ryan so much that former I don't football want him fan here happy. and former Steelers fan. I would like to see the Steelers go to the Super Bowl, but I have to say I would be kind of a traitor saying if I'm rooting for them because I have not watched football nor do I care. All right, uh, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady is the Super Bowl we deserve. I would watch that, and that like, we deserve. One, we deserve one nice thing. In the Trump presidency, and an Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady Super Bowl would be well, that this one. This is nice a thing. great transition to our next question. What do you think it costs to watch women pee on a bed? Uh, <laughs> in like uh, Russian currency or American? American, currency? American. Two women peeing on a bed. How much do you think it costs? On each other, right? No, just on the bed. Uh, how much? How much did I think he paid them, or how much do I think I could pay someone to do it? The latter. Ten thousand each. Oh, I think it's so much cheaper. I think you could do like. I, think, I, it, I mean, are, am I finding crack whores? I no, think I could get no. a crack whore to do it for twenty five dollars. I think you could find. I think you could find some pretty high class ladies for uh for at least a thousand each. That's all, my my opinion. Uh, I don't see. I personally am not a high class lady or high class anything. <laughs> right. I would do it for five hundred dollars. I do it for. Like, I could do it for like fifty. I know that I am. <laughs> I I do it I do it for a hundred dollars. There you go. First of all, it's yeah. just pee. It's sterile. Yeah. Who cares? Fine. I'm not a germaphobe. And I'm, but, you know, I'm not a germaphobe, but it's sterile. I'm not gonna say it, but it's sterile. Uh, yeah. I mean, I I would say I I would think uh, Mr. Trump spent at least twenty five thousand a piece on it to happen. And by the way, that one hundred percent happened. You know why one hundred percent happened? One hundred percent happened because. <laughs> Because it's the most random thing someone would possibly make up. Who the fuck would make up that story? He wasn't peeing like, on there's them. There's no benefit and he, to making up that story. And they weren't peeing on him. He was just watching them pee. So what? No, I mean, come on. It, he that one hundred percent happened. And then he had five people him, come out and, and say him being, it didn't happen. <laughs> if it didn't happen, he he wouldn't have even acknowledged it. Every time Donald Trump acknowledges something, that's like 
confirmation that it happened in my mind. Totally agree. Uh, last if question. Donald Trump just ignored it, it just wouldn't have been a thing. But of course, since it is a thing, he had to address it, and it 100% happened. Last question in the speed round, and uh, we will be doing this nonsense speed round from I think from now on. I really enjoy this segment. Um, this week, Nintendo revealed the Nintendo Switch. I realized I didn't cry when my girlfriend broke up with me, but I did to the Zelda Breath of Wind trailer. Do you have any interest in the Nintendo Switch, Craig? I don't know what the Nintendo Switch is, but I am in for anything that involves more Mario Kart in my life. That That's that's what it's going to give you. It's going to give you way more Mario Kart. We will talk more about the Nintendo Switch yeah, next I mean, week because I have to I have to run at this point in time. Uh, Greg, it's been a pleasure talking to you this week. Have fun with your Overwatch games. We will be talking to you guys next Tuesday morning. We will recap all the games, and I will give you a little bit of uh, King's recap myself. Till then, we love you all. You can follow us on Twitter, Blue Shirts Break, Instagram, Blue Shirts Breakaway, website, all all of that stuff. All right, bye. (laughs) Bye, buddy. Bye. (laughs) When you're searching for the best prices on tickets to sports, concerts, or live shows, you've got to download the Game Time app. Whether you're planning the perfect night out or looking for something fun at the last minute, Game Time has you covered with deals up to 60% off. Forgot to plan ahead? No worries. Game Time has incredible last-minute ticket deals that get better as the event gets closer. Simply download the app to see a curated ticket list, including Game Time exclusive flash deals and zone deals that let you choose your section and pay less when Game Time selects your specific seats. With top-notch customer service and the lowest price guaranteed, there's a reason Game Time is the fastest-growing ticketing app in the world. Finding amazing deals for the best seats has never been easier. Score last-minute tickets for up to 60% off today. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code POD10 for $10 off your first purchase. That's code POD10 for $10 off. For the best ticket deals on sports, concerts, or live shows, download GameTime now. Terms apply.